Scottish comedy scene. He runs Mirth Meltdown. Every Tuesday and Thursday. Great getting your plugs in there. What's the Twitter handle? At Meltdown Mirth. Great. The wrong way round. I love it. It was already taken. (laughs) (laughs) We've got it the right way round on Instagram though. Oh that's good. That's important. Yeah. I prefer Instagram anyway. Um, And Angus is also, can I say your other thing that you do? No. Yes. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) We're both, so we're both the classic combo, the iconic combo of comedian and tour guide. your like stage look but I did also want to touch on what you wear for tour guiding as well because I think that's super interesting because it is kind of about almost, how you present yourself yeah and how you present yourself for different people and does it make a difference that's kind of what I'm trying to find out investigative journalism yeah what do you want to start on? Okay, we have to start on your hat because not only are you a hat comedian, but you have like five minutes about your hat. Yes. Um, so I started wearing a hat because I got told that I looked a bit intimidating and people got the wrong impression of me without my hat because I've got a beard and a shaved head. And it's a bit of like a skinhead kind of look, you know, and it is mm-hmm. a bit intense. For anyone that doesn't know me, uh, I look a bit like Freddie Quinn. Um, but smaller <laughs> not as funny <laughs> but um, he's a who I base my look on no uh, no I had the look as well but um, I started wearing a hat because people said it looked a little bit intimidating did I, you try doing comedy without it ever? yeah I did for quite a while wow um, in fact the first time I ever got on stage I got told by another actor that was there that I shouldn't have worn my hat on stage. This was before I started shaving my head as well. Interesting. Um, because with a hat on, it kind of covers my eyes and people weren't able to see them. That looks cool, man. I know, I know. <laughs> I actually really like the look without that hat. Too hot or not too hot? That is the question. Shakespeare, baby. For anyone that doesn't know, Angus does an interesting bit where he compares this kind of two different extreme personas um, is that a good way of describing it? Just, or just a perception of what someone looks like. With with my hat on, I look like someone could judge me as a hipster. Mm-hmm. And if I take my hat off, I could be judged as a racist. Yeah. Uh, so it's the, the combination between those two things. So, you wear a hat on stage now. That's your look. Yeah. It came actually from Turgan. Seriously? Yeah, so when I started shaving my head, because I like the look of the shaved head and the beard, mm-hmm. that's how it was going out. And then when it got to the summertime, my head was in real danger of getting burnt. <laughs> like, it's thin skin on top of the head, mm-hmm. um, and I'm out in the sun the whole time, so I started wearing a hat then. Thin skin at the top 
realised that I was getting more tips okay, when I was wearing a hat. That's wild. Because I didn't want to. Because I think it's a look of being quite strong and intimidating. That's not me. Yeah, it's not you. At I'm, all. A, I'm a soft boy. You're a nice guy. Yeah. I st- okay, this is like a side note, but I've started wearing a hat for tour guiding. I don't know why. I just copied you. I copied your entire look. Like, I'm literally wearing... Wearing a North Face jacket. (laughs) When I started tour guiding, I wore a red fur coat and a tartan suit. Because, to be honest, that was trying too hard. Like, I was really cold, but I was just, like, thinking that I had to act like I was like, it's a performance, darling. Very Scottish. Yes. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, and I was putting on that accent. (laughs) Welcome to Edinburgh, you know. And (laughs) I think people actually want a bit of authenticity, so... Recently, I've just been like, look, wear whatever, but I sometimes think I got more tips when I wore a red fluffy, kind of, well, it's fake fur, like fluffy jacket and like a tartan suit. Now, I think I feel more comfortable in myself. I feel warmer. I feel, I don't know. You've got to be comfortable. Like, yeah. For quotes for tour guiding, um, I guess we'll get onto that just now. Just <laughs> we just skipped comedy. Yeah. And, like, we'll, come, we'll come back to while we're we'll on come stage. Back. Um, but quotes for tour guiding, they have to be practical. Uh-huh. Um, you've got to be warm. So I usually wear boots rather than trainers. Yeah. Um, and they're not special boots. I don't get like hiking boots or anything like that. Just out of Clarks, you know. Why? Oh, Chelsea boots out of Clarks just now. Chelsea boots out of Clarks. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely, um, jubbly. And I've got some waterproof ones as well that are. Too like, far. <laughs> Too oh, far. Oh, you need some waterproof shoes. I'm, I'll never do it. I'm wearing a waterproof hat just now. <laughs> I mean. For anyone listening, they will be visualising like that you're just wearing a hat that's got like an umbrella on the top of it. It's just a normal hat. It's cool. The one's made of. Okay. I can't really describe this texture. This is an audio-based thing. So now I, I mean, she's we're doing. Touching a hat. I'm touching a hat. I'm touching a hat. It just feels like a normal hat. It feels like a hat. Okay, there we go. That's that covered. So, um, paint a picture with your words, Amelia. So you started. So it was like you you took a look from tour guiding, and then you took it onto the stage to try it out there. Kind of. I like. I don't often wear jeans. I usually wear chinos. Oh my god. Um, that's more of just a comfort thing than anything else. Mm-hmm. I find On stage, just all the time. Just in tour life. Guiding, I'm working and going out to gigs. I've got like two pairs of jeans. I rarely wear them. Um, when would you wear them? What's like the special occasion? The special occasion. <laughs> well, weddings, bar mitzvahs. To, um, to go to Nando's. I don't know, just occasionally I'll wear them, but most of the time I don't. Okay. Yeah. When I see you, if, if we ever like go for like food or something and you're wearing the jeans, I'll be like, yes, oh, he's wearing the jeans. Special occasion. I'm special. <laughs> Angus is wearing jeans. It's occasion if you're not I'll be really upset if you're wearing the chinos I'll be like oh it's a chino day I That's see most of the days mm. so you okay so you took the the hat chino vibe you wear that on stage yeah how do you feel when you're on stage emotionally yeah, emotionally <laughs> oh, you know yourself it's, uh, it's a roller coaster yeah um for the most part I feel like I dress on stage quite consistently I got a fair few checked shirts. Classic, an absolute classic. The checked shirt is an absolute wardrobe staple. You're not a real comedian. 
jumpers. I like a nice jumper. In the wintertime in particular. Can you describe the sort of colours of the checks that you go for? Muted tones is what you're wearing today. Autumnal. Autumnal. Oh, what a good word. Yeah. That's one of those words that when you first hear it, you use it to describe Loads everything. Stuff, yeah. You're like, mmm, pumpkin spice latte, autumnal. And you're literally going to get the latte so you can post on Instagram with the hashtag autumnal. Hashtag yeah. Halloween. Hashtag autumnal. I kind of go with my chinos for the most part. Which yes. Are, I've got like kind of deep red ones, mm -hmm. uh, brown, dark green. Nice. Okay. What's interesting here is that you wear like the chino, <laughs> the chinos, and uh, the kind of like check shirts. But then the hat. The hat's like what? What's the hat? Like, would you call it? Is it a baseball cap? Usually, yeah, yeah. I, I've got two caps that I use on stage more than any others. Which They're ones? both red Philadelphia mm -hmm. Phillies caps. Okay. Um, Do you want people to, like in case people in the audience are fans of that, they can look at you and immediately connect with that, or is it just like part of your personality that you want to kind of have? That's part of my personality. I like Philadelphia yeah. sports, so yeah. most of the hats I ever wear are related to Philadelphia sports in some way. So yeah. Um, I got given a line by Stuart McPherson. Cool. That um. I like to use on stage, and I keep forgetting to, I was talking about this last night, mm -hmm. uh, he gave me this line which is about comparing my red hat to uh, Make America Great Again hat. Oh, okay. Um, and it's brilliant, but I keep forgetting it because I didn't write it. Yes. So I keep forgetting to use it, but it's really funny, and every time I have remembered to use it, it's killed, so uh, shout out to the person for that. <laughs> um, so that's why I've been wearing the red ones for right. being on stage. Yeah, it's hard if you have an item of clothing that is so attached to a bit of your material. Trapped in a comedy trap Where you have to wear the same thing for each gig And you get B.O. and it's not good um, But I wear sports caps Yeah On tours as well And that is so that someone might recognise it okay. If you spark a conversation with a tourist about their favourite NFL team or their favourite basketball team then it helps me get into chatting to them and when you build a connection with them that's when they pay you some people say okay there's a weird thing where people say with tour guiding you don't want to act like people are your friend you don't want to act too friendly with them there's there's a school of thought about that um you want to kind of be like high status a little bit aloof a little bit distant. yeah like <laughs> cold and distant like your father <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but like it's it's one of those things. You know what's funny is I've noticed with sort of tour guiding comedy is both have all these superstitions and these ways that you think you can control the situation, but it's almost like in reality you can't really control everything. Like you, it's a delusion. And I can maybe do exactly the same set in exactly the same place, and it might have a different reaction. In the same yeah. way that on a tour I might wear exactly the same thing for exactly the same tour and it would just get a completely different reaction and I mean a d different amount of tips, yeah. you know, it's just wild. It depends on the people that are there, it depends mm. on the, the weather, it depends yeah. on absolutely everything. <laughs> same with gigs. Yeah. <laughs> if it's raining outside, people will laugh less. <laughs> yeah. Do you uh, think? <laughs> I, I don't know about gigs so much, but certainly I know it on tours. Yeah. If the weather's not great, then people pay less. 
Wow, that's... And then they'll leave a review, like a four-star review, and you've done a really good tour, but... It makes you a shame about the weather. Yeah, and you're like, well, I wish I could have controlled that for you. What's your favourite review you've read? Oh, out of my own reviews? In the whole world. Okay. I'm, I really like the reviews people leave for my tours where they say that I'm like really enthusiastic and like passionate and I like love my job and I think, wow, I'm a great actress. <laughs> <laughs> like that review, if you just read between the lines, it's like, Amelia should be in EastEnders. Like, <laughs> great in EastEnders. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? I'm like, because people are like, oh my God, like she obviously like loves... Harry Potter, just as insider, do Harry Potter tours, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. What about I always see whenever I get a bad review for tour guiding as well, which there have been some. I message Angus immediately, and I'm like, Angus. I've and, had some shockers though. So. What have you had? Oh, I had someone that called me a fraud. <laughs> yeah, they wrote my name and then in brackets, horrible guide. <laughs> Angus, horrible guide. Like. And at the end, he double like entered and put two lines down and just wrote fraud. <laughs> Do you, when you read a review, you, you immediately know who it was? Sometimes. Uh, the bad reviews, you, I generally do. You just I've only had like two it. or three, um, but yeah, I remember. Them. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to get over it. I think it's, it's like, it does feel like, sometimes if you're doing a tour, it can feel like a bad gig. You know, oh if, God, but yeah. like a two hour long. A two hour long, it feels like two years. <laughs> like, <laughs> doing your history intro, and you're like, oh my God, I'm only here. When's yes. this gonna finish? <laughs> you, it's like, so we like walk around Edinburgh, we both do like historical tours, and sometimes, I don't know if you get this, but like, it's stop number one, and the vibe is just not yeah. good, and you think, I have to keep going for another like two hours, you know? It's like doing a fringe show and like, one joke in, you're like, wow, this, this is... This is bad. But that's, I, I do tours the way that I do stand-up. I come out quite high energy, mm -hmm. lots of silly little jokes and things like that. Um, try to get people on board really fast and try and use that. And something that, I, I don't like this word, but it has been used a few times to describe me on stage, and that is uh, likeable. Um, that's great to be likeable. I know, I know, but it sounds really wanky when I say it, so... Um, uh, say it, be like, look... I'm Angus, I'm likeable on stage. Put that as your, that as your like, I don't know, your Twitter bio. Just Angus, likeable. <laughs> it's hard to be likeable. I think it's cool. I think it's like, people describe you on the scene, baby. They're like, Angus, likeable on stage and off stage. I mean, I know the real you, you're an asshole. Oh, but... <laughs> I know the real you, you're like, underneath that, you know, total prick. <laughs> It was great because I, I went on first and I, I thought I did really well. You did well. so good. Like, and then Amelia came on and cried at how much love she got from everyone. <laughs> I think I was really depressed. <laughs> and like, people... They fucking loved you. It was... Oh, it was a nice gig. If you had tried to get them up to be a mob, they would have, they would have ransacked buildings for you. That was a fun day. I think that came after like a period of very difficult tour guiding, like in the snow. Yeah. So I think okay, it was like it was like a, a gift from the universe. But you know, actually, I want to talk about that gig because I was 
kind of thinking of wearing a hat on stage, but then because you'd been you on, and, on and you wore a hat on stage, I was like, well, you've, it's almost like somebody doing material about, I don't know, if someone's doing material about like uh, Tinder or something, and then you go on, oh, my, you know, my Tinder, five minutes on yeah. Tinder is gone. I mean, I don't have that. I wish I did. It would be very relatable, <laughs> unlike some of my material about Tupperware and storage boxes. Um, actually, you know, that is... Tupperware is very relatable. quite relatable. But um, <laughs> cut that out, cut that out. Stop talking about your material on your podcast. Talk about material, like clothing material. Sorry, I just like to give myself yeah. notes. To just like... carried some stuff from tall guiding to the stage i mean not material <laughs> you're like yeah. have you heard of this joke about <laughs> david hume i absolutely have tried to do tour jokes on stage before yes oh my died. god they're horrible i saw i'm gonna mention again Stuart mcpherson yeah has been doing a bit about working in the escape room yes and i've the seen that bit jokes that he does in yes there. um and yeah, they don't work on stage. They never would work on stage because they're really hacky bad jokes that you do in the street. And um, tourists lap it up though. They love stuff like that. I, yeah, I totally get that. Like, I've been trying to do a bit on stage about how on a really bad tour guide day, I once pointed at the statue of David Hume, who looks really hench, and I went, give me a cheer if you think David Hume's hot. <laughs> and it's been getting a bit of a laugh, but I had to sort of build up to it talk about how with tour guiding I, I'm kind of get stressed out because I really want to be liked you know I'm very mm. much a people pleaser and that unfortunately with the tours my own personality gets in the way <laughs> of that um do you find like the more that you do kind of do you find that there is okay so you can't actually take material from tour guiding to comedy you can't do your tight 10 on William Wallace on stage no. although it's a kill kills on tour baby but yeah. like do you feel like it's really affected you on stage? The fact that you're in front of people every day, do you think that's kind of... I think you... so, because I was yeah. tour guiding before I did stand-up. Mm, interesting. And I think certainly when I first started, my material was garbage. Yeah. Um, like really, really bad. None of it still gets used. Um, but because I was confident in front of people, wow. I seemed to get away with it. Because um, you already have... Because, like, would you say you use the same persona... Yeah, I think I come yeah. up on stage in the exact same way. It's a high energy. Um, yeah, and you wear the same clothes. You have the same persona for both. The only thing that is like changing is the content. Yeah. And you have the same energy. You have kind of like quite. I would say, I've seen you at your tour and on stage. Like you have this kind of like kind of cute, self-deprecating energy. Very playful, yeah. silly. You don't take yourself seriously, and I think that's so like. Fresh. I just like it. It's very relaxing to be around that energy, you know. Mm. That doesn't feel like you have like this ego coming out. Um, I fucking do. Though. I mean, yeah, of yeah. course. Oh, you I do. do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so jealous of how you can conceal your massive ego like that. Honestly, I just don't know how you do it. Teach me how to pretend I don't have a massive ego. Yeah. Would you ever? Okay, so would you ever? change your hat like you said you got two are they now your lucky hats are you superstitious about it well i would but i would use them because they're red because of the... just because of that line that shirt gave yeah. me um that's why i wear them and one they're literally the same hat but one of them's got a flat brim and one of them's got a curved brim yeah that's also one's like a snapback and one's like a dad hat 
Snapback dad hat, know the difference, and you can be cool. Snapback. Is your hat a snapback or a dad hat? Know the difference, man. So you kind of like, you're quite authentic and real when you're performing. There's no, it doesn't seem like you're putting on any masks. No. Because no. you're literally wearing, like, what you're wearing right now is kind of what you wear on stage. Yeah, for the biggest gigs I've ever done, which have not been huge, I've not, like, I've worked out a specific outfit or had to change. You haven't you had know, whatever to change. Whatever I was wearing that day was what I just wore. Oh my god, this is iconic. This is literally, like, I wish that I could be this chill. How did you become this chill? My parents never bought me nice clothes when I was growing up. So clothes you just don't really care about? Not really, no. We got kind of functional clothes. Had to be kind of smart for functional. school. Functional. Okay. So that's why you now have like waterproof shoes and like... My waterproof shoes are really nice. You wouldn't know they were waterproof looking. <laughs> okay. They're like leather, oh. suede looking. They're like desert boots, but they've got Gore-Tex in them. Where do you buy them from? Clarks. I buy all my shoes at Clarks. Clarks. So mature. Yeah, but I've also got those bright orange and blue vans as well. That oh, yeah, I remember yeah. them. They're quite new. Actually, that stand gig we did. I wore yes. those vans on purpose because I wanted to look cool. Yes, <laughs> so okay. Is that because the, the gig was the stand, Red Raw? Stan Glasgow as well. It's a yeah. very hip place. It is hip. I love it. I'm into it. Do you, because I always think this, do you think that people will be able to see your trainers on stage? I think it depends on the room. Mm. Murph Meltdown, no. People no. won't sound unless they're in the front row. Um, um, monkey Barrel on the stand, no... yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're on the stage. People can see. Yeah. You can always do a little kind of, you know... If you were talking about it, we can raise mm. a leg up or something like that. Yeah, that's kind of why all my sort of um, fringe posters I'm like kicking and stuff is yeah. because I always want to show off my shoes. But I feel like on stage you can't be guaranteed that people are going to see them, but at least you're going to feel cool, man. Yeah. But you're right, the Stan Glasgow is a cool venue. On a Tuesday as well, students, people from Glasgow Uni. Glasgow Uni has and got... And it sells like, out every week. Yeah. So, would you ever, now that you're like so much a hat comic, Go back and not wearing a hat. Would you go back? Would you ever risk it? Ever? Even at like an open mic night? I'm gonna be that comic at an open mic instead of like, you know, when you get a comic coming in to try new material and yeah. wearing a cap? Yeah. I saw Gus Wimburn last night wearing a cap on stage doing new stuff. I'm gonna be the one that if I'm not wearing a hat, you know I'm doing new material. A hundred percent. You're completely right. People have new material looks, right? Yeah. When it's like kind of dress down day, new material looks. On the other sort of flip side, Sometimes I will try out looks that I want to wear at the weekend at a new material night to mm. see, see if I feel goes. good. But it is all just neuroses and neuroses, 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 neurotic. Yeah, I did higher English at school. <laughs> um, but like, I do believe that it's like somebody told me this about yeah, dress down new material. It's a thing. It's a thing. But yeah, you're going to be the guy that like you try like no hat. At, yeah. And that's going to be a lot over the next while. If anyone sees me in the next few months at Monkey Barrel or at Mirth Meltdown, then I'm sorry because I'm trying stuff. Why are you kind of like trying to write a new... Yeah, so I've got the idea for my Fringe show. 
I think, fully formed now. What is it? Um, it's going to be about how I quit my job to become a tour guide. Oh my god, I'm so excited to hear that. Um, it's half an hour long, but it's going to cover like everything from like, growing up. It's, it's Because it's my first solo, yeah. then it can be a little bit autobiographical, so it's about my life. Because I've had, I feel like it's a relatively interesting right up to here. However, the one thing that I'm aware of is that having an interesting story doesn't equal being funny. Well, right. you could just got to like, be jokes in there as well. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to write just now. So I'm going to be testing them all out. And testing no hat. <laughs> I probably will because I won't be doing the hat stuff in my uh, in the French show. Yeah, but so okay, so you need the hat for your hat material. Would you still wear the hat without the hat material? That's what I want to know. I have done recently. How did it feel? Um, well, I was still wearing a hat, so that's mm. normal. But so you did the, you did no hat material with hat. What I mean is, like, will you do keep wearing the hat even when you ditch your kind of opener about the hat? Probably, although I'm going to try it without. Jeez. I'm definitely going to try it without. Trial and error, isn't it? Yeah. It's absolute trial and error. It's such a small thing, but again, the hat, because it looks slightly different from the rest of the look. Yeah. Then I think that in itself is funny as well. Yes. So you think it kind of makes people think that this guy's a clown. There's something just a little bit off with the yes. look as a whole. Um, yes, you're right. If you had like had like a smart flat cap on that would actually like match your like chino checkered yeah. shirt vibe, you'd kind of be like, who's this guy? He's a bit wanker. I do have a very nice flat cap as well. Maybe okay. I, maybe you should just try that though. I'm, I'm like I don't know. I'm a big fan of like. Trying new looks. I want to bring back Kangol hats being worn backwards, like Sam Jackson. Oh, I'd love to like see that. Um, I've like recently got like this piercing, and I was worried that it would affect my tours. What do you think? I don't think it will. You see, this I'm so neurotic. I don't even think it's because it's not like that intense. It's like so cute. It's it's <laughs> yeah. It's like super cute. It's super like I don't know goth vibes. It works in the sort of graveyard part yeah. of the tour. It definitely suits that bit. I was also worried that like having piercings would affect my gigs and having like a different haircut. And then I just like did all of it and it was actually been fine. It's weird. I don't know. Bring back your wigs. No, I've ditched the wigs. I'm over it. Just over it. You know, you just get over it. Yeah. Like over them, my over. last breakup. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it went hand in hand with. I went through a breakup and then I broke up with my stage outfits after that. It was like a, it was like an energy. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking up with my stage outfit affected me more than my recent breakup. It had more impact to my life. Talk about how you're basically just like legit real. Like, excuse me, you're like the same person on stage as you are off stage. That's so cool. I'm not as funny off stage. Yeah, Everyone you're like really that. serious. Like, um, yeah, you're a boring bastard. Serious Angus. Yeah, Serious Angus. Oh, uh, yeah, so plug your Glasgow show. Yeah, so um, I'm doing a show called Shit Hipsters with Michael Welsh and Bilgy Babylons. Um, it's on the 28th at 2 pm at Dram. Tickets are a fiver, and we'd love to see you there. It's so cool, this show. Like, best branding I've seen on a flyer during the fringe last year. Absolute icons. Like, everybody was like, that is such a good brand. Shit hipsters. It was busy every day at the fringe. 
Yeah. It was madness. You can you can subbed in a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, I subbed in. It was like my favourite gigs at the fringe. So good. So yeah, check that show out. And what's your Twitter? Give your Twitter plug. Oh, it's Angus Maroon. It's because of the football team you support. I'm a Hawks fan, yeah. You're mad bastard. And uh, Mirth Meltdown is Tuesdays and Thursdays at 52 Canoes. It's such a laugh, like, great place to try. And if you're listening and you think you want to try stand-up, then come along and sign up. We'll put you on. <laughs> if you, nobody listening is going to want to try stand-up. Like, we've just been, like, super, like, neurotic. <laughs> like, they're like, wow, my life's, I'm already neurotic. I don't think I need to start worrying about whether or not to wear a hat. <laughs> agonizing over that decision <laughs> I'm like like the bit when I'm like uh, Angus like are you gonna not wear the hat for the hat material wear the hat for the hat material <laughs> not wear the hat for the hat material or wear what is it hat hat material no hat not do the hat material like I'm honestly I'm confusing yeah. myself I don't know what was the answer to that though just to end what what is your actual um, final I will do material without the hat <gasps> What? Yeah, because I want to try it out. I mean, I might find that the look doesn't come together as well with that little silliness of a bright red American yes. sports hat on. Yes. But now is the time to try it out. Too hot or not too hot? That is the question. Pushing boundaries on this podcast. Awesome. Well, I'll see you soon, Angus. I'll see you literally on the Royal Mile in like tomorrow morning.